Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Sprouts in the Drought, where I offer encouragement for seasons of difficulty, um, mostly in regards to clinging to our faith and continuing to um, just believe the things that we say we believe. Uh, Yeah, so welcome. If this is your first time listening, that's awesome. Super glad to have you. And then welcome back if you are returning. That's especially awesome as well. Um, Today, I'm just kind of winging it. I feel like my mind is in not like the strongest place because I've been distracted and I've been I feel I've been feeling like slightly rebellious in the sense of I don't know you know just not really doing those things that are good for my spirit and so and I think we all have seasons like that where we just feel off and feel kind of like a little bit down and I'm still healing from my foot if y'all don't know I broke my foot November 4th I had surgery on the 17th and then I've just been in recovery and I find out this week if I can start putting weight on it it's been a you know no weight bearing for quite some time and uh I have two small kids and, you know, my husband's able to stay here with us and do all the things. But you guys, I'm so ready to just be the mom that I want to be again and do all the stuff. But I'm pretty nervous about it because it's, I've never had to learn how to walk again. I've never had to be a mom on top of all that. And so my husband goes back to work on the, let's see. 11th of no uh sorry 11th of February so I'm just really I'm kind of just in that awkward waiting phase because I have my appointment on Wednesday so anyway um that's where I'm at right now and I don't know really what it's going to look like moving forward and how difficult it's going to be um I am just kind of praying that I get with the program and I can do those things that kind of, you know, cause the Lord really does strengthen us when we put our trust in him. He, when we come to him and we focus on who he is and his goodness and his love for us, it really does strengthen us. And it is the wind beneath our wings per se, excuse me. So I'm hoping that I can just get my mind focused back on him again so that I'm ready to get through all of that, which, you know, it's just amazing how much God loves us and how he doesn't give up on us when we're turning away from him, maybe, or just not really focusing on him at all. And he he never, ever expects perfection from us. And I think that that's a really comforting thought because um, he knows that we would miss the mark every time. We can't be perfect. That's just impossible for us. And that's why Jesus came to die and he was the perfect lamb, the spotless lamb. And he came and he did what we can't do. He lived a sinless life. He, you know, died in place of the uh, price of our sins, you know, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So Jesus gave up his life for us so that we can have life so that we can have a restored relationship with God because obviously sin separates us from God and we were made for him so it's 
just refreshing for me to even speak those words because they're life. Um, the gospel is life. And so, um, yeah, I'm just kind of going to trust him to do again what he always does for me, which is he continues to sustain me and bring me back into fellowship with him. Um, I always have to pray when I'm feeling like this, like, God, help me to want to want to, like, help me to want to want to be in the word and want to want to follow your ways again, you know, because there's times where I just kind of check out and I'm not really uh, working out my salvation with fear and trembling, you know, as scripture tells us to. And basically what that just means is, you know, seeking God and uh, seeking to please him and being obedient to what his word says to do. So, you know, we're all in different phases of our walks with, with the Lord and he'll, uh, mature us as we continue in him. And he brings us, he, he cleanses us from sin, from those ways of living that are harmful to ourselves and to others. And we all have it. We all have sin in us. And so, you know, when we walk with him, he purifies us from his Holy Spirit in us. And, you know, we're made new. We have that new spirit. And also I was talking to a friend, a new friend. um, What was it last week? And I love what she said. She said, you know, when we accept Christ, that first initial moment, we do receive a new spirit. We receive the Holy Spirit when we have that genuine turning to the Lord in repentance for the very first time we receive the Holy Spirit. Our spirit becomes new, but our minds still need renewed. And so that's that kind of that process of sanctification where our minds are being renewed with truth and where we don't believe those lies that we believed about ourselves our whole entire life, you know, because the enemy works hard to instill false beliefs so that we don't know who we are and we don't know the purpose for our lives. And so I love that because it really does paint a picture of like being born again. And even so too, where the word says to be renewed, uh, sorry, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we're transformed by our you know, minds being renewed in truth. Because before Christ, we aren't really aware of how much deception we're living in or, or how much pain we're even in, really, either. And so we can't see our own sin even. And what God does is he allows us to see our sin. He allows us to grieve over it. He gives us the strength to forgive others who have sinned against us deeply. That sets us free. Forgiveness, when we don't forgive, we are, it's like, I've heard it somebody say this way, when we don't forgive, it's like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. The other person isn't really thinking about the thing that they did to normally, unless they've become, uh, you know, unless they've come to Christ and they're actually doing that work too. But most likely when you're forgiving people, it's for yourself and that person isn't even thinking about the wrong that they did to you. They're, they're just living their life. So, you know, forgiveness is really about us being free to live in uh, peace and, and the joy of the Lord. And <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why all of a sudden I have like stuff in my throat. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm just kind of going on and on. So yeah, I just I want to encourage you guys. I don't know where you're at today. I 
Maybe you're where I'm at. Maybe you're like me today and you just kind of feel, you feel like a naughty, uh, disobedient child. (laughs) And, you know, maybe you've slipped up a little bit or taken a step back in a sense. But, you know, I think we have to remember that there's God's grace and that he understands uh, way more deeply than we do the condition of our own heart and mind and why we do the things we do. And, you know, I think for me, fear really drives me into places that I said I would never go to again, you know, or um, just, I don't know, you guys, I, I feel like God has been calling me into new places. And it's really scary because it's challenging. It's just challenging to be yourself in a world that um you know the enemy's after our self like <clears throat> the self that we were always made to be always that God created us to be the enemy doesn't want us to be that um <clears throat> excuse me I'm so sorry and so that's probably the most challenging part of my life has been to first of all know who the heck I am I'm a daughter of God but also like my personality and just being how I want to be and not what other people want me to be or like bowing down to other people's big opinions or just wanting to please people I fall into people pleasing a lot because I have like a huge rejection wound um, that the Lord has mended a little bit but it's still there and, uh, you know, God, God doesn't take away the wound necessarily, you know, he gives us purpose in it. So I'm grateful for that. But, um, my tendency is to want to people please. And so when I am myself and I'm not thinking about pleasing people, it really, uh, and, you know, we do we do these things kind of without thinking, too. It's not like I go out every day and I'm like, I really want to please people. It's not like I'm intentionally thinking those thoughts. It's very subconscious how we go about things. But, but the Holy Spirit, what he does is he shines the light. Like, we walk in the light. We're called out of darkness into the light. And so that means that the intentions of our heart are exposed and we see them for what they are. And so... And that can be a hard process, but it's good because it's it's life and you can't have freedom without seeing the truth. And so, like, for me, when God exposed that, it's like, wow, yeah, like, I see that I I have that huge tendency. And that's not good because then I'm, I'm disobedient to scripture that says whatever you do, do it with all your heart as unto God and not to man. You know, we're not supposed to be afraid of people and we're not supposed to bow down to people. We're supposed to be obedient to God. Um if you choose to follow him and his ways, it's like, who are you living for? Are you living for other people? And if you are, that's not going to last. That's not eternal. That's actually, um, that's death because there's no, first of all, there's no reward in that. You get your reward here on earth, which is that person's approval, that person's praise, that person's attention. And you're not serving God at that point either. Because if everything that you're doing is for other people, uh, they they are your gods, you know. So if God is our God, 
then everything that we do needs to come from that love that we have for him because we see that he has loved us. And so that's what I'm working on right now is I'm really trying to just show up as myself wherever I go. I am just praying for the courage to be myself, uh, whatever that looks like in a moment. And that's going to be messy, you guys, because I'm not going to get it perfect. I might step on some toes. I might, you know, whatever. But I think the important part is that we remember that we are called to walk in love, that love covers a multitude of sins, that we are to um, be loving towards one another. What does that mean? That means like when somebody offends you, you take it to the Lord, you process it with him, you don't hold on to it, you forgive that person. And then if you need to, you go and talk with that person that offended you because that that's really essential to having community with other believers because we all are supposed to be ourselves and God uses us even in our imperfections, even in our um, character flaws and stuff. Like he'll still use us all, but that will we might poke each other, you know, we might offend one another. And so it's important that we're taking the first um, relationship that matters the most and making that priority and making it head over every other relationship, which is the one that we have with God through Jesus. And so um, anyway, I just I want to tell you guys, like, you know, if you know me personally, if I'm in your town out here, um, and you're aware of this, like, just be mindful that I'm not intentionally trying to be offensive. I'm not intentionally trying to be harsh or anything like that. I'm just figuring out how to be myself and how to stand for the things that God has passionately put on my heart and to be the person that he made me to be and I'm in process. So just keep that in mind and you know, I I'm going to trust that you guys are going to be responsible in your relationships with God to take offense uh that I may have cause and bring that to the Lord and then bring it to me. But don't come to me before you've come to the Lord. That's really important because that can create more issue. Um, and, you know, let's pray about it together. Even so, if if you do feel like we need to talk about it, which is, you know, I'm open to that. I recognize that I see my sin, you know. And so I know that I'm not going to be in perfect relationship with people And I don't expect people to be in perfect relationship with me either. I have to remember that (laughs) because it's easy to, it's easy to forget that, you know, um, but I love you all. And I hope that this episode has been somewhat encouraging to you. And if you are somebody who, excuse me, gosh, you know what it was? I ate breakfast before I hit record. (laughs) So y'all get a messy version of this, um, But yeah, if you don't have a relationship with God, I highly suggest that you start that. Maybe there's reasons why you don't, you know, there's definitely reasons why I didn't. I was actually atheist before I was a believer. So, I mean, we all have that stuff we got to wrestle through, but you know, it's really important that you know for yourself that God is good and that he is true and that he is for you because God is the only one that can get you through this life. He's the only one that can give you peace. And he provided that by his own son. He sent his only son to die for you. His blood was shed on the cross for you to know him. So you don't want to get to heaven or get to the other side of this life and stand before God and be in front of him and recognize that you rejected the very thing that would have 
saved your life, the very thing that God wanted to give you. God wants to give you life. He wants to uh, give you peace and joy and, and have freedom. And the only way we can have that is restored relationship with our maker. Like God created us. He made our lives. He knows the purpose for which he made us. And only he has the answers that we look for. So I just want to encourage you to press into the Lord and you can be candid with him. You can talk to him like you talk to, well, actually you can talk to him like you've never talked to anybody before. Like you can be completely blunt and vulnerable with him. He's not going to be angry with you for, you know, using distasteful words sometimes, you know, and so yeah, just, you know, ask God the wise and ask him for the truth and don't be afraid to talk with him about certain things. Like I think Christianity and the Western culture has made it seem like we have to pray a certain way, but praying is just communion with God. It's talking with him. And, you know, the fear of the Lord is something where it's not like you're afraid of his punishment or afraid of his wrath. It's being afraid that you don't get to have him. Being afraid of the Lord, you know, the fear of the Lord is an absence of relationship with the Lord that that's what we don't want, right? So I just bless you guys in the name of Jesus. I hope that this has been an encouragement. (laughs) And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time.